ServiceNow may not be the first thing you think of when you hear the words open source, but keep listening because my guest today will tell you how you can share your work and contribute to open source projects using your favorite platform. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Tomasi. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and of course, all you curious individuals. And I say that with the utmost respect and love. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. In this episode, I have not one, but two developer advocates. Yes, this is our first three-person episode. We have a returning guest from episode one, Brad Tilton. How are you, Brad? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back, finally. And we have returning guest from episode really recent, <laughs> Earl Duque. Welcome aboard again, Earl. Hey, Chuck, you really bookended the guests on this one for your <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that, was, that was not the original intent, but Brad came up with a wonderful topic about we need to talk about Hacktoberfest. But before we do that, just in case this is somebody's first episode they're listening to, why don't each one of you do your quick elevator pitch intro for us? Sure. My name is Brad Tilton. I am a senior developer advocate with the developer program here at ServiceNow. I've been developing on the platform since about 2008. I spent three years at a customer, five years at a partner, and uh, almost five years at ServiceNow at this point. Uh, so a lot of front-end type development, custom apps. Uh, I've worked with store partners and customers, uh, and now I get to work with developers all the time, which is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Earl. Hi, everyone. I'm Earl Duque. I am the baby developer advocate of the team. I started at ServiceNow about a month ago. And before that, I was on the platform since about 2017, 2018, mostly in higher ed, jumping around a bunch of the University of California's before I made it over to here. And now I'm working with developers too, which whole new whole new world for me, but it's been a lot of fun so far. Quickly leaving your mark and picking up uh, specialities, shall we call it? Finding your niche in in uh, the product sequence. I, I'm amazed. It's like, hey, fit right in really quickly. It's definitely a hit the ground running kind of atmosphere here. <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. Jump in the pool. Oh, that's the deep end. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting. It's okay. I'm not drowning. It's good. <laughs> We're good. All right, Brad, I'm looking at you on the Zoom call. Give the listener an idea. What is Hacktoberfest all about? Yeah, Hacktoberfest is a month-long event in the month of October, uh, surprisingly, uh, hosted by DigitalOcean. I think this is the eighth year they've done it, and it encourages participation uh, in giving back to the open source community uh, through pull requests on GitHub and some other things. Uh, and so we have uh, participated in it. I think this is the fourth year, maybe. I think you're right. Uh, where the developer program has participated in it. Uh, we've provided some ways to get involved uh, in open source things. Uh, so that uh, you can get a T-shirt uh, and some sticker uh, swag from DigitalOcean uh, and also kind of do things along with uh, ServiceNow developers. So what's the connection to ServiceNow? Because like I said at the top of the show, we don't really think about ServiceNow when we say the words open source. You think Linux or you know, code that you can download and contribute to. But yet, I think we need to remember ServiceNow is a platform. 
Yeah, so it, it gives uh, ServiceNow developers a way to collaborate on things. Um, so one of the things that uh, that we are doing with our product is we're moving uh, to more managing your development uh, through source control integration. Uh, and so one of the nice things about Hacktoberfest is that in order to get stuff, you have to get into Git and do do some things in Git and learn it a little bit. Uh, and so that's going to help you out uh, when you have to go back and start managing your development work uh, through source control and GitHub. There's the win. There's there's the ticket. It's it makes the developers a little more aware of source control, how to manage their pipeline in ServiceNow and and in GitHub. So I think we're it, it certainly stretched me uh, a little bit last year. Well, that was the first time I participated. I'm like, okay, I've got an idea, and hmm, what's next? So, uh, Earl, what kinds of things do we have for people to work on this year? That's one of the cool things that we're doing differently this year. Uh, in previous years, ServiceNow's way of participating in Hacktoberfest was to pick one kind of area or theme or one kind of feature of ServiceNow and ask people to contribute to that. And so in previous years, we've done things like uh, build new integration hub spokes mm-hmm. uh, to participate or build components for now experience so stuff like that but we always focus on one thing but that meant if you didn't know how to do that one thing or didn't feel like you could progress fast enough to participate uh you might feel like you miss out on ServiceNow's sponsored event for Hacktoberfest kind of thing this year we're doing something very different we are basically saying we have these five different areas that you could participate in Hacktoberfest. You don't have to participate in all of them. You could participate only in one of them. You could participate in uh, all, uh, a few of them. It's entirely up to you. But we wanted to open the door and say, hey, if you are more comfortable in this area, participate this way. If you're more comfortable in this other area, participate that way. And so we are hitting the whole gamut of different ways to contribute, including um, one of the ways is to highlight uh, the the new source control features in Rome for App Engine Studio. Uh, And so now that App Engine Studio is gaining parity to uh, the regular studio, uh, we have that way of participating and contributing apps there. We have ways to contribute to syntax macros. We have ways to contribute to instant scan checks. Uh, that one's being headed up by Andrew Barnes. Some people might not remember him. Um, we also have the main way that we want to encourage participation this time, and it's a very nice get get your feet wet way of uh, participating in source control. Is this idea of having a code snippets repository that is both uh, supported and maintained and uh, built by community. And so in this repository on GitHub, it's called, um, you'll find it under ServiceNow dev program slash code snippets. What we will be having there is if you submit a code snippet for literally anything that makes your job easier or could be beneficial to other people, uh, you just have to submit a pull request to this repository, and then that gets automated within our um, within the SN Devs community for automatic review by community members. And so, uh, you get credit just by simply put, submitting these pull requests into the rep- repository. Um, and 
we we already actually have participation going. Um, as of this morning, our first pull request came in to add a code snippet. Um, so everyone was already the the first position and the you know the chat room someone saying first right away has already been claimed by no none other than Maria Gabriella. <laughs> and it's as we record this, we still have like a week to go. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate because you only get credit if you submit the pull request during October. Oh, okay. Don't jump the gun, everybody. I, this will be coming out uh, a couple of days ahead of time, I think. With 20, 28th, 29th, something like that. So if you're listening to this right away, you've got plenty of time to prepare. Uh, I love the code snippets one because it's a direct output from our latest developer survey. One of the things that the developer said was, we could use some better code snippets in the documentation, just as kind of a general library. And a lot of our APIs, you go to the page and there's some wonderful examples. And some places it's a little barren. Uh, some they're wrong, <laughs> as, much as, as I found. This is a great way to get the community involved because our developer, not just the MVPs, but the entire community says, we want to help make this better. So... Earl, I believe you came up with the idea. Let's turn that into an app. Let's turn that into a repo. Let's turn that into a place where people can contribute. And this is a perfect opportunity and wonderful timing. So thank you very much for spearheading that. Yeah, and I'm excited to see people of the community jump in and help review some of these pull requests because one of the cool features that we have is the moment of a new pull request is submitted, it gets posted on the SNDev Slack channel code snippets. Um, and if you are an approver, you can have it directly assigned to you from the chat. Uh, and then once it's approved, everyone's notified of an update and progress is... Uh, so we have a little leaderboard, of course, that the more you contribute, the more you points you get on that repo. And the <laughs> repo gets updated automatically on the front page with the, the points leaderboard, um, which is a fun little automation we added on top of that. We hope that um, people even uh, step up to do approvals too, because you can get points via that way too. And uh, to announce to everybody here on for this podcast, uh, if you participate in um, any of these ways to contribute for Hacktoberfest, we are going to be considering this for criteria for next year's Dev MVP cohort. Ooh. So if you want to really round out your bases, make sure you participate in as many ways as you can across the developer world. Great idea. One other thing with the uh, code snippets is uh, we don't have a lot of info to announce right now, but it is possible that some of these code snippets would make it into uh, you know the official documentation pages. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, we do have more information about that coming. We can't talk about that right now, but <laughs> in this very, very soon, uh, we'll talk about that more. So look out for updates about how these code snippets could move into official documentation. Brad, what is your favorite out of this bank of five things that we've got to offer? Uh, the code snippets, having seen a lot of the automation uh, that Earl has put together is really cool. So I like that. Uh, but I'm also excited to see uh, people's uh, apps that they build in AES uh, that, that they share. I would agree. That one's gotten me intrigued as well. Is one of those common use cases that multiple organizations can use. Uh, are we going to be, is the thought to turn those into templates in the future? 
Maybe. Who, who knows? Um, I, you know, I think the idea is to get some examples out there of apps that are, people are building and then uh, let the community do some enhancements and, and make pull requests on those. Um, and yeah, I mean, they could turn into a number of different things. I, I would, it'd be awesome if we had one that turned into a template. So Brad, how does somebody get started with this? I mean, do they, do they need to register? Do they need to, uh, uh, I've got an idea or a code snippet that I want to contribute to, uh, you know, the repository there. Okay. I've got, I've got GitHub. There's a service now piece. There's my PDI. How help me connect the pieces and get started. Yeah, so the first step is going to be registering uh, on the Hacktoberfest website, uh, and uh, we'll have a link to that. Uh, but the best place to go for any information about how to how to work with it will be the developer blog. Um, so at the time you listen to this, uh, there will be a blog uh, on the developer site outlining how to get involved with Hacktoberfest. Uh, it'll link you out to uh, the Hacktoberfest website, and then it'll list all of the five different ways that uh, you can be involved. And if I remember right, when you make a commit, you just put, what is it, Hacktoberfest 21 or Hacktoberfest as a hashtag in the commit message or something like that? In past years, yes, it would be if you were participating in a repo that hasn't been deemed um, Hacktoberfest, you would ne- you would need to make sure you list your pull request as opting in to Hacktoberfest. But we will be preemptively listing all of our repositories uh, as a Hacktoberfest opt-in. And so you don't have to worry about that as part of it yourself. If you want to contribute to any other repository outside of the ones that were quote unquote sponsoring this year, yeah. then make sure you um, make sure the repo you're pulling um, from is either a Hacktoberfest opt-in or you specifically tag it yourself as Hacktoberfest. It's actually pretty easy, people. <laughs> There's, you know, if, if Earl's got his code snippet repository, do you make a clone or do you make a fork? We our process, um, and this is this is going to be really easily easily mapped out. You'll see it on the blog that Brad mentioned. Is you're just going to fork it, which gets you credit right there. Is just forking it, uh, and then uh, editing the code in your own repository, mm-hmm. and then making a pull request to the main one, and that's it. Okay, so you, you've got to you make your changes, you do your commit, and that gets it back to your fork, and then you've got to tell GitHub to do a pull request so that it gets back to the main brand, the main the main repo that everybody else is pulling from, right? That's right. Okay, how do you get? You know, let's say I've made a contribution and I've put in a pull request, but so is Brad and so is Earl. How do I get your changes? Is that the next? Do I pull those or what's that look like? Well, so that's the interesting thing about source control, right? So if you have a fork of stuff, that's because you were planning on making changes. Right. If you want to have the most up-to-date information, you should be going to the, the, the main branch of this repository, the one that we're hosting, to get all the new code snippets. And if you're trying to find new things to use inside of your own instances of service now. But if you want to get, pull everything down to your fork so that you can make additional changes with the most new information, uh, GitHub actually has a great um, banner at the very top of your forked repository, letting you know that you are a little bit behind the main one. And then you, it's a matter of two clicks from there of saying, hey, pull everything that's new. And it brings it down to your fork also. And then you can make changes from there. Couldn't be easier, could it? It's like they've put a banner in your face that says you're out of date. 
click here to fix it. I like it. Uh, why do I have the sneaky suspicion that you may have hooked up some of this stuff? You mentioned the leader page. Uh, did you hook it up to the SM Dev Slack channel yet? It is connected. There's three connections going on. One is GitHub, one is Slack, and then one is a dev program uh, service now instance uh, to record progress. And so anytime someone forks uh, uh, the repo or makes a pull request or submits a new issue or closes an issue or closes a pull request, um, a Slack channel inside SN Devs uh, gets gets that update, letting people know that something has changed um, so that people can review it. Um, and there's already uh, custom interactions for some of them that says assign, you can press the assign to me button and it'll assign it to you via Slack. So you don't even have to go into GitHub to actually do that part. Um, we could do, we, we have a lot of cute little uh, integrations with Slack and the GitHub repository running that will make it easy for the, mo- for the community to moderate. Good, good. It's always part of the community. Uh, Brad, do you know if, if, if I worked on say a Hacktoberfest project repo spoke whatever last year or pre in a previous year does that still qualify or do we have to re-register that or is there something we need to know about i think we may need to re-register it earl do you know if you have past participation um that's considered in the past so only new pull requests that are initiated between october 1st and 31st counts for this year's hacktoberfest but let's say i was working on my to-do a spoke last year and it was part of the the whole process and that's how i got my nice t-shirt uh and then i decide oh it's october i should really get to work on that to do a spoke would that automatically be included or do i need to re-register it somehow it's similar to the earlier um what we said earlier is as long as the parent uh repository is tagged for hacktoberfest okay um any new work that you do um, is automatically submitted for it. Uh, if it's not tagged as Hacktoberfest, you have to manually tag it again this year. All right. All right. Another question for you, Brad. If somebody's got an idea outside of you know the five that we're providing, they say, oh, I've got this wonderful idea. Can they contribute? Can they participate? What's, what's that look like? Yeah, if you let us know in the uh, Hacktoberfest channel on SN Devs that you've got another one that uh, you'd like people to participate in, uh, we can you know add that to our um, our our content and make sure people know about it that it's out there in, in another place to participate. I like this, and I will put a link to the SN Devs channel. I mean, it's not that complicated, really. SNDevs.com will get you where you need to go if you're not already part of that community. Wonderful place to hang out ask questions, learn, and as we've already noted, Hacktoberfest channel on there is where you're going to find out all the information about this. Good stuff, gentlemen. I assume you'll both be participating in some way, shape, or form. That's right. I'm going to try to do at least one pull request for all five categories. That's my goal. Ooh, that's a challenge. (laughs) I I don't have any ideas for syntax editor macros that I can think of real quick. And then there's me, who's just going to submit 8 million code snippet pull requests. <laughs> I've already been seeing, my my Gmail account is about the one that's tied to GitHub, and it's been flooded with a lot of GitHub noise lately. <laughs> so, Oops. Nah, that's mine. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Before we let you go, 
let them know the best way to get a hold of you if they've got more questions about Hacktoberfest or anything developer advocate related? I can be reached on Twitter or LinkedIn are probably the easiest ways, both just Brad Tilton, whatever the dot com slash whatever slash Brad Tilton. You can reach me best by going on to Steam and finding my profile, Philip J. Fry. No, I'm just kidding. Find me on all social media as Earl Duque uh, or jump on the SN Dev Slack and ping me there. Join the Code Snippets channel. I'll see you there. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Earl. And thank you, wonderful listener, for joining us today. Don't forget to check out the other ServiceNow podcasts. You can find them all over at community.servicenow.com under the resources menu or servicenow.com slash podcast. You can subscribe to them, get them automatically delivered to you for free. Because as developers, that seems to be one of our favorite prices. Free! Again, thanks, Brad and Earl, for sharing with us today. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for having us. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. All right. What questions am I forgetting to ask, gentlemen? Let's ask that again. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> Can you just submit this entire episode unedited? No. No. <laughs> All right. Who am I asking this question to? <laughs> we broke Earl. <laughs> ah, I just totally whacked that.